to What You Will Learn. My name is Adam Ashton. And my name is Adam Jones. Today, we're taking you through the best bits of The Six Thinking Hats by Edward DeBono. DeBono, the man. He is, uh, this is a, what, 19, I think it's from like about 50 odd years ago. This mm. is his, uh, his thinking method because he says, the brain, it's pretty amazing. It can think in a whole bunch of different ways. Problem is, it can't do them all at the same time. So... It's like the uh, the bag of golf clubs. I've been getting into the golf recently. You know, you got your you got your driver, you got your irons, uh, you got your little chip, you know, your little uh, pitching wedge. You got your putter. If you walked up to the tee and tried to drive with the putter, it's not really going to work so well. So you got a different club for each different situation. Same goes for thinking. That's right. Different context calls for different sort of ways of thinking and. Some people might just be called up using the the driver in every situation. You know, mm. get to the putter. You use the driver there. <laughs> so probably if you, if you, and if you want to attack the hole for a day of golf in the best possible way, there's probably going to be times where you use every single golf club what's, mm. what you've taken along with yourself. What he's got is he's got the six thinking hats. So it's a model to let your brain go through all the different methods of thinking, uh, basically like using each of those different golf clubs for the appropriate situation. So rather than just picking one way of thinking, sticking to it, getting stuck in your own opinions, having a debate, having argument, just trying to fight to see who's who can be the better arguer and that's the person who wins. Instead, everybody's going to go through all the different modes of thinking. It depersonalizes a lot of times when you're in problem-solving mode, collaboratively working with people to find the best decision. This is obviously an awesome technique that you can start whipping out at meetings because it's going to make it a lot more faster, a lot more productive, and you're probably going to reach much better conclusions from it all. Yeah, it's like the, that old fable, the four blind men, they walk up to an object and try to try to feel it to work out what it is. One guy's feeling a big, solid pillar like a tree trunk. Another one says, no, nah, what are you talking about? It's like a long and skinny. It's like a rope. And then uh, one one's kind of says, no, nah, it's like really high. It's really wide. It's kind of like a, a hummer, like a big car, but with no doors. And then another grabs something. He says, oh, it's like a, it's like a garden hose, but it's got two holes. And so that if they were in the traditional style of thinking, they'd all be debating. They'd be saying, no, it's a tree trunk. No, it's a rope. No, it's a garden hose. No, it's a hummer with no doors. But if they thought, okay, well, let's use some of these methods here, maybe they could discuss and rather than getting stuck in their own, this is my idea and this is my way, they could probably work out that actually we're all feeling the same thing. It's just all a different aspect of feeling a big old elephant. Yes, an elephant, hey? Because there's different aspects within an elephant and if you just got the one-dimensional thinking, you're probably only going to see the trunk or the, or the snout or the whatever it might be, <laughs> the, the tongue, if someone's around that area and pop, popping their hand in places that, where the sun don't shine. Hopefully it's that end, not the other end. Yeah, yeah you'd rather that end. But it's pretty much when you're doing it this way, it's the opposite of argument. Instead of picking one side and fighting for it, you're not in adversarial confrontation where people are taking an opposing view. Each person is now able to right, where we're all going to focus right now on the trunk or the leg and you're just focusing on the one side of the situation and then together you're looking at it from the different angles. So the emphasis with this model of thinking, it's not about who wins and who loses, but it's about designing the best path forward for everyone. So let's start out, let's go through all these six hats and the first hat is the white hat. So the white hat, it's kind of like the metaphorical uh, detective. They're searching for clues. They're looking for evidence. They're looking for the facts and figures that are going to help them solve the case. So when we're whipping on the white hat, it's a little bit like paper, like a computer printout. It's all about just the information. This is what you're searching for from hard facts and figures. It can be soft information. 
So as the detective, you're just trying to uncover everything about the, the, the everything about the situation. Yeah, when you whip on your white hat, you think, what information do we have? What information do we need? What information is missing? What questions do we need to ask? How are we going to get that information that we need? Really, this white hat, it's neutral. It's reporting on the world. It's not for generating ideas. It's not for giving opinions. It's really just saying, hey, this is how it is. Here's the facts. Here's the figures. Here's the old blank piece of white paper printout. Yeah, it's a bit like you're making a map of, of the whole situation. The task here is just to create the map, filling in all the little nooks and crannies everywhere about the situation. You're not saying, hey, this is the path we're mm. going to take. It's probably time for that later with some of the other hats. So you're just having an objective lay of the land. So one example, we're going to whip through all, all these hats. There's a cafe that we go to every morning to pick up the coffee. It's a good good cafe with some good coffee. But the one next door, it's... Less than perfect. You got you got you got people crawling out the door of the other one, and this poor other little cafe. It's not got anyone in there. Mm. Um, so let's just put our hats on and say, hey, how can we make this cafe better? Because we've mentioned it a few times. You order a bloody almond piccolo latte, you get a full large cappuccino, full <laughs> milk. You're like, what? How, how, how the bloody hell do you stuff that up? That's right. So if we would whip out our white hat and say, okay, well, what's wrong with this? cafe you can't say well their coffee's shit that's that's not white hat white hat is purely the facts and the figures and you can't say anything's wrong with the location it's literally right opposite another cafe and people would rather line up than go to this one and go straight to the front of the queue so we got to think about okay what's what are the facts and figures of this situation here okay what are people complaining about what are the complaints that we're getting over and over how long does it take us to make a coffee can we do things quicker uh, you know, looking and digging for all of these facts about the situation. Yeah, you'd find first the cost of all the solutions that you might have possibly found. You might do a customer survey to find the data on the customer experiences. So, as a detective, you're looking for every every little bit of information from the problem, getting a lay of the land with a map. So, this brings us to the next hat, and that's the red hat. And the the metaphorical role of the red hat, it's like the heart. If you think of Think of uh, the heart as the feelings. If you think of fire, maybe, as another metaphor to whip in there, think of warmth. That's the feelings. That's the emotions that are coming through. So the white is purely about the neutral facts and figures. The red is the emotions and the feelings. Yeah, and it gives you the opportunity to express all your feelings and your emotions. Um, In a lot of business discussions, for example, you're really supposed to allow your emotions to enter the situation. It's a little bit uncool um, if to do it, but they sort of creep in anyway. Mm. Uh, but you really try and disguise them as logic. But what we're doing now, if we're whipping out the red hat in the meeting with everyone, it gives everyone the unique and special opportunity to let their feelings and emotions and their real intuition to, to mm. you know, have their, their say on the situation. That's right. As you say, if you don't allow this opportunity, then people are going to find ways to subtly sneak in their feelings uh, in a covert way, trying to pretend that it's logic and well thought out. Whereas if you can say, no, this is red hat, then they can just get it all out in the open. Maybe it's things like, oh, I feel like this is too risky. Or you say, oh, my gut is telling me that this explanation here is way too complex. Whipping out these things, these feelings, these intuitions, these emotions, getting it on the table can kind of clear the air then for everybody to move on. Yeah, you don't have to elaborate and go into big detail about like behind the feelings or mm. go to that next level. He's like, I just think, uh, just think it sucks. <laughs> That's a shit idea, Jonesy. It'd be pretty frustrating Without the other hats, right? That's right. Probably all hats by themselves are pretty pretty useless, but as a combination, they're phenomenal. That's right. If 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 there's one person in the meeting who just is always red hatting, is always saying, "No, nah, that idea sucks. I feel like this is a piece of shit." 
that's no good. But if you can get everybody to have a specific time to get all their red hat out of the way and then you can move on and then no red hat after that, that's, that's a much more productive way to discuss. So back to our old cafe example, um, if they're throwing it on, they might have some gut feelings here which might help and you might be asking, what does my gut tell me about this situation? I mean, those two blokes, they come in for a coffee. Do I really give a shit about those Melbourne hipsters? They're, no. they're losers. Can we fire them as customers? <laughs> Look at them. Tossers. <laughs> Always complaining about having the wrong milk. They're too too hard to please. I'll just give you a freaking <laughs> coffee, your first world problems. Like, or you, you know, if you if you were the person behind the register, you might and and the boss says, Oh, let's let's work out how we can get more customers, your red hat feeling might be like, Hang on, I don't want more customers. This is an easy job. I don't have to do anything. No one's coming into the store. So I only have to do about three coffees an hour. I don't want more customers. That's very red hat thinking. When you're hiring staff, there might be some who are Super beautiful, you know, people. And probably the red hat saying, hey, my intuition saying that person's going to sell more coffee than, than that one. Logically, you're probably not going to lay out those reasons because it's not politically correct. But I'd say the red hat That's thinking, red hat. say, hey, we're going we're gonna to choose yeah. that one for, for our new staff. The next hat is the black hat. And the black hat, it's kind of like the, the, grim, the grim reaper, the, the mythical creature who brings death and destruction to everything. Uh, the, bla- the black hat, it's the hat of caution. It's like the animal that knows that those wild blackberries, they're probably poisonous. They're probably better not to nibble on those berries and go find, find a nice uh, blueberry or a red berry instead. That's it. It's a very commonly used hat because it's the hat of survival and that's what was sort of wired, wired into our brains to be very cautious about a lot of things. It stops us as humans going out there and doing things illegal, dangerous, unprofitable or really just doing things that are just going to stuff everything up. So the black hat, when you're using the black hat, you're identifying all the cautions, all the potential drawbacks, all the downsides. You're looking at patterns and saying, well, this idea or this proposal kind of goes against what we've done in the past or it goes against history because you're finding ways in which things could go wrong. You're nitpicking here. You're finding faults. So it's a great opportunity to just be blunt about the, the downsides of a situation because it is super important to not to be overly optimistic about what endeavor you might be taking. Yeah, if any new idea comes along and you try it, things could go wrong. But the black hat is there to protect us from doing silly things, from breaking the law. The black hat might point out what's wrong with an idea, point out what doesn't fit, what doesn't align, what what's not going to work. So everybody needs a bit of black hat from time to time. This uh, The amazing new idea pops up. You need to consider what are the potential drawbacks of this idea. Yeah, there could be legitimate reasons for our cafe example, right? Like they've, they've got issues, uh, which might the other hats might be saying, hey, we need to invest, we need to spend some money. But the black hat's saying, look, we can't actually afford to change. There's a, there's a cost in changing, there's a cost in switching. Or it might be say, hey, uh, we're going to actually go bankrupt with the current cash flow we're on. Uh, you're looking at all the, the downsides and negatives. Or we're just not natural baristas or business people. We're actually not cut out for this sort of stuff. Um, black hat thinking they might just go go to another industry or something. That's right. Maybe one idea. Maybe some... they should. No, that's, <laughs> it's not very nice. Uh, one, one person might suggest the idea of, hey, let's, let's bump our prices up so that even if we're not making as many coffees, then at least we can make a little bit more profit. But then the blackout might come in and say, well, actually, in the past, the last three times we've increased prices, we actually saw a disproportionate decrease to the number of orders that came in. So that would be blackout. You're looking at actual facts and figures. You're not just saying, no, I don't 
don't like the idea of raising prices, that would be Red Hat. Black Hat would say, well, actually, looking at the past, we've actually found that increasing prices doesn't actually help our profitability because we're actually losing more customers. And mm. maybe it is, maybe maybe because people are coming because it is cheaper and shitter. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Well articulated, Asho. The next one's Yellow Hat and the metaphorical sort of uh, character that we've got for this is the sun. It's bright, it's happy, it's powerful and it helps give life to everything it touches. Similar way, when we're whipping this hat on, brings forth like a real positive and welcoming radiant energy that breathes life into the idea. Obviously, quite different to the old Grim Reaper black hat. That's right. So, this is the opposite of the black. So, the black is looking for the downsides. The yellow is looking for the upsides. We're thinking of optimism. Under the yellow hat, we're deliberately looking for potential benefits in a suggestion. So, the black hat, we went out of our way to find the potential drawbacks and the cautions of an idea. The yellow hat, that's when we're looking for the positives. Yeah. And similar to the black hat, it's very logically based. Like if you think about our white hat when we're wearing that, we kind of laid out the map all over everywhere and had a had a good look at it. The black hat's going, hey, there's the troughs and the valleys and the deserts and the all the bad things in the map. And then the yellow hat is looking at the same map and looking at and highlighting all the positives in the, the sunshine and the lollipops and the flowers <laughs> in right. you know, in the east eastern suburbs. The uh, the yellow hat is probably harder to wear than the black. We're kind of naturally geared to look for dangers. We're naturally geared to be cautious to try to survive. So it takes a bit more effort to whack the yellow hat on, but it's no less no less important than the black. It's probably it's easier to find all the drawbacks. It's probably harder to dig a little bit deeper to find the positives and identify different opportunities. But importantly, the yellow hat it's not for creating possibilities. It's not for coming up with new ideas. That'll come later. The yellow hat is simply about looking for the positives. So you're actually identifying from this suggestion, what are the potential upsides here? What are the positive aspects of this idea? Yeah, the green hat is our second last hat. Metaphor for this one is the seedling. It sprouts from the ground. You plant it, a bit of water, a bit of sunlight, and it grows persistently over time and it expands and it leaves branches everywhere and leaves fruits and apple trees as Scott Pate would say for your uh, for your grandkids and everyone's having a good time because you planted a seedling a long time ago. So that seedling and so that growth, that vegetation, that energy, green is all about creativity and it's all about putting forward new ideas. So under the green hat, we lay out options, we lay out alternatives, um, we include the obvious alternatives but also brand new ideas as well. Or we can also seek to modify, build on, improve other previous suggestions and ideas too. Yeah, when everyone's putting this hat on, everyone's expecting to make some sort of creative effort to come up with some pretty cool ideas. doesn't matter if they're outlandish and a bit of wild. This is the time to, to put those ideas out. All the possibilities that could be coming in the, in the long term because we're talking about seedlings that grow into something much bigger. And it's important here to note that every person in a meeting is going to use all of these different hats. It's not just like you've got the one black hat dude who's always given the downside and then you've got the one creative idea person who always is the green hat. It's everybody's job to use a bit of creativity. When it's time for green hat, everybody's expected to make a creative effort and add some ideas or some possibilities or some suggestions. Yeah, I think it's a wonderful thing for everyone to put this hat on and because sometimes I think naturally, people are probably naturally green hat thinkers and They'll pull out all these ideas and if they're not conscious about what's actually happening around the table, there's probably another black hat type person <laughs> at the other end of the table and you just go bang, bang and there's a collision and you end up mm. nowhere. But this is the time for even the black hat thinkers to do their best to jump on side and to come up with some interesting ideas. So with our little cafe down the road here, 
this is when everybody's going to put their, their green hats on and start to come with, with new suggestions. They might be thinking of different ways they can improve the scenery or the, the cafe itself. They might be thinking about different things that they can add to the menu. They might think about a big, you know, those big blow-up dolls that wave their arms around. Maybe they whack that on top. No idea is too crazy for this cafe. This is green hat time, baby. This is green hat time. <laughs> those wacky little things that blow everywhere. You might like you might change your, your operating hours. I know they're not currently licensed. They should hire me, man. They should bring <laughs> the big bucks to come up with these. We should bring, this, we should bring this six thinking hats and say, guys, we can bring our green hats over. Yeah. Well, I think you can come with your, your blowy doll thing and just say, just drop <laughs> it on the, the doorstep. It's uh, very different to that block. <laughs> <laughs> just say, thank me later. <laughs> but there's all sorts of ideas. The things that disrupt the industry, they might do read Kevin Kelly's book and what did he say? Add it. Uh, take X and add AI. Yeah. AI. So I don't know how they're going to add AI, AI to the coffee, but that'd bring me in there to see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we could have a crack at that. Maybe, maybe, maybe when they pay us, we'll start thinking a bit harder. Yeah. And then the last hat is the blue hat. The blue hat's kind of like the meta thinking. It's like the there's a few different metaphors we could use here. It's like the movie director, the director. They're managing the actors, the cameramen, the the shooting angles, the props, the scripts. They're they're pulling all the different pieces of the puzzle together. Bit like the conductor of an orchestra as well, or the ringmaster of a circus. <laughs> That's right. No shortage. Whichever, whichever metaphor works best for you. Whatever sticks. I think it dilutes <laughs> each one with every new one we introduce, but that's okay. I think it's really important for the start of the session because it sort of lays out the agenda. All right, this is the order of the hats we're going to do. This is the way we're going to do it. Sometimes the meeting, it might just like descend into just black hat thinking. Right? Mm. So you say, all right, everyone, just let's get out of black hat thinking. Let's just whip on our... Uh, green hats mm. for a bit and then we can do the black hats afterwards we'll have the chance right. there yeah the uh like the conductor or the movie director or the ringmaster the blue hats kind of the managing the strategy managing the thinking approach that everybody's doing they notice whenever there's too much white or too much red or too much black or too much yellow or too much green and they keep everybody on track and they keep everybody focused when it's white time they keep everybody on white when a little bit of red slips into the white they say no 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 not time for red yet, guys. Let's keep it white and then we can go to red. That's it. I think it's super, perhaps the most important at the very end of the meeting because I think mm. everyone's been part of meetings where you just get into the weeds, you start doing stuff, everyone starts these ideas and then just sort of abruptly ends. Um, there's no real blue hat just to sort of recap, all right, this is what we spoke about. These are the actions that everyone's going to do and, and whatnot. If that gets missed, then sometimes the meetings are completely just a waste of time. So, they were the six thinking hats. Now, we're going to think about how do we actually use these bad boys. And one important thing is we always refer to the color of the hat, never the function. We don't say, uh, hey, Johnny, you've been giving everyone too much shit. We can say, okay, hey, Johnny, you know, black hat's over now. Let's move on to yellow hat. It, just be, it becomes less of an attack if oh, you can just refer to the color rather than what people are doing. It's much less direct. Uh, yeah, you don't say stop being a negative Nancy, Jane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. You just say, hey, let's just take the black hat off, Shane. Come on. It also, it also it feels a bit weird, but it's almost easier to say in a meeting, you know, guys, I'm going to put my red hat on here. I'm not liking this idea. That's that's better than just saying, guys, this is shit. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it feels weird, but if you put on the red hat, if you say I'm going to put on the red hat, it kind of feels a bit easier to, to actually voice your opinions. Yeah. The hard thing is to have everyone read the book and know what the hell you're on about, though. <laughs> I think you get to send in this episode to read the book. Guys. Red hat time. <laughs> no one knows what the fuck you want about, about our show. What, 
you know, without a hat today, are you, mate? <laughs> and with the hats, you can either use them as a, a single instance. You know, if everyone knows what you're talking about, you say, hey, here's let's use some yellow hat on this idea. Or you can go through a specific sequence. You know, you can say, okay, let's go through in this meeting. Let's start with blue. We'll use a bit of red to get the anger out of the way. Then we'll, let's get some green to get some fresh ideas. We'll use some yellow to look at the upside. Then we'll use some black to look at the cautions. And then we'll round it out with white looking at all the facts and figures. So you can use them sequentially. So in any case, whatever order you do it in, using all the six hats provides the full overview of the situation. I guess sometimes you just whip out a couple of the hats, but uh, if you're doing all of it, you get a good lay of the land. So as a final recap, we've got our white hat, which is the neutral information, the facts and figures. We've got our red hat, which is the emotions and feelings and intuition. We've got our black hat, which is looking for the negatives or the downsides. We've got our yellow hat, which is looking for positives or upsides. We've got our green hat, which is those green shoots, those new ideas. And then you've got the blue hat, which is kind of overarching the meta, thinking about thinking, dictating the thinking process. Because once everybody's on the same page, we're no longer in argument and debate mode. We're now actually making a decision as a group and agreement is going to become a hell of a lot easier. 